everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. There we were, minding our own business, just doing chores around the house when kids started killing themselves all over my property. (laughs) (laughs) On the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. And a booklet with answers to the most commonly asked questions, like who are you and what are you doing here? (laughs) My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say... You look like that flash card they told me means sadness. <laughs> Welcome to Plotty Time. That's a big fucking pile of garbage. I'm the farting demon in this <laughs> relationship. I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome. Today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something. Like dick piercing. <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'm just kill some random dude. If you want cheese, you get a milk. You're waiting for me. No, I can hate on it. It sucked. Boners. Hey, everyone. Welcome to that was a blind time. The podcast that... Um, um, oh, I got back from San Francisco. I'm back. That was a fun trip. Yeah. Have wow. a good time. That bit ran long. <laughs> yeah. Was that four weeks? And out of- it was a good trip. We saw Alcatraz and the Winchester Mystery House. And we ate. Didn't some- you do that before? I have. But that was like five, six years ago. I remember you talking about it on this podcast. Did you see? Where- I'm sure I have. Where they filmed The Rock? The very same place. That's yes. that? Nice. <laughs> no, it's, it's based off a real place. No. They should sell those little, like, green balls there at the... <laughs> oh, the VX gas. The yeah. VX nine. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. They absolutely should. I'm surprised they don't. I want to see if I could buy, like, that whole thing of all the things. Nice. Don't do that. <laughs> well, see, the thing of it now, though, is that it's, like, there's there's a museum section right when you finish that is talking about... The movie? Mass incarceration oh. and how that's bad. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. It is. And... It was very much like the same thing they have at Eastern State Penitentiary, where they're like, hey, isn't it fucked up that all these people are locked up? And then, uh, yeah, so they did their their gift shop was a little bit more toned down. You know what I mean? Mm. A lot of books. You didn't have a guide like Phil Hartman from So I Married an Axe Murder. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Uh, oh, that's a good San Francisco movie. I forgot about that one. Yeah, it's decent. Put it in the bowl. <laughs> Sneak it in there. <laughs> anyway, so speaking of bulls, let's talk to you, Dr. Scientist. What have you been playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? And what does it have to do with the bull? How about you tell us? <laughs> uh, uh, what I watch? We've been eating a lot of cereal. Just watch more Doctor <laughs> Who? I wish I'd eat cereal. I don't, I don't even really like cereal. <laughs> Grape nuts, dude. Frosted mini wheats. Oh, I can make this about me. I tried, uh, I, I saw at the grocery store they had that magic spoon stuff I hear on all the podcasts. Oh, yeah? So I tried their fruit flavor, which is like... Uh, like Fruit Loops? Like Fruit Loops, yes. Sorry, it was escaping me. Um, it's fine. But it's got less sugar, right? It's got like no sugar. They use stevia. So if I eat too much of it, I'll just start breaking out in highs. Nice. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> which is pretty sweet. But uh, it's fine. I thought it was very unsettling, though, that it kind of like stuck to my teeth after. Oh, that's weird. That's gross. Yeah, like you'd, you'd finish like a mouthful and then you'd be like, all right, the taste is good. Nope. No, still. What the fuck is that? And it's like stuck to your teeth. Almost like caramel, but slightly oh. less sticky. That does not sell Slightly it. less. No. Yeah, so hit us up, Magic Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's mark this episode. We might have to go back and delete it someday. But yeah, hit us up. I'll, we'll, we'll, hey, we'll sit right in front of these mics and go, it's fine. We tried them all. I break out in hives. I've had worse. Made my guts weird. <laughs> Gave me hives and stuck to my teeth. <laughs> I had fucking wine mouth when I smiled after I ate the chocolate. <laughs> you hit us up. We're just waiting for that magic spoon money. Fuck. I hate when you brush your teeth and you have chunks of cereal in it. <laughs> yeah. Are you sick of eating cereal and not having chunks in your teeth? Well, get magic spoon. That's our voice. You like itching? You all the Gives you hives. <laughs> Really silly. Anyway, what were you saying about bulls I, and Doctor Who? I don't even remember anymore. I watched some Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. I watched this movie, uh, the classic from the early 2000s called Red Eye. Really? I don't okay. even know why. It was it was a recommended for you on Amazon. Like, I don't feel like looking. Uh, that's fair. It sucks, though. Yeah, it's okay. The first half of it's okay. Yeah, that, that's what I remember. The first half was very tense, and then after that, I was like, oh. Yeah, once they get off the plane, it's kind of dumb. Yeah, it gets real dumb real fast. That's the problem, I think. Yeah. It was very, like, intense and on the plane, 
and I'm like, ooh, this is the vibe we're going for. And like, hey, we're going to shoot a rocket launcher out of this hotel. Like, wait, what? Yeah. And on the plane, it's like, I was like, oh, they can't, she can't do anything. She can't go anywhere. She yeah, doesn't know yeah. But then once they get on the, off the plane, it's like, oh, get everybody out of the hotel. And then someone shoots a rocket at it. Yeah, it's stupid. Dumb. Mm-hmm. So but don't fr- watch is what you're saying. No, no. Beginning is okay. Uh, still playing some Rogue Book. Still. But then I played the shit out of uh, this game called Dark Devotion. Oh, yeah. Okay. I bought it. It was on sale. Yeah. It's pretty, it's, uh, it's uh, a lot like Blasphemous or Salt and Sanctuary. Where you go Pixel through. graphics. Yeah. A builder. 2D, Souls-like. Okay. Yeah, that's Not Rogue? It is Rogue-like, too. Uh, you can get more powerful as you go down each level, and you open up pathways through each one. Okay. But it's kind of fun. It's uh, sort of random- Kind of not, depending on which weapons you get. Stuff you can. There's certain enemies that drop certain weapons, so if you go there, you can get that weapon on the next one. Uh, okay. You still have to get to there and then fight to where you have to be. All right. Like Borderlands? No. Um, <laughs> no idiot. <laughs> it's each run has you like if you beat a boss, you could. You don't have to fight the bosses again if you're going through it, yeah. but you can if you want. Okay. Okay. And you can get like their special weapon for that run through the. The whole thing. So it's like Borderlands. Sort of. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> no, it's not. I get it. It's not like it at all. It's like Castlevania. Yeah, but it's roguish. Okay. Mixed with Souls-like. But it's fun. Uh, if you like that kind of thing and need something else, play it. Whenever okay. you're done with Ghost of Tsushima or whatever Chump Slap's playing at the moment. I, I'm finished with that shit, dude. Uh, um, well, I don't know. So a couple of weeks ago, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I tried Dark Devotion. Good game. Uh, that's all I did, though. Pop Scotch, throw some shit at me. Well, thanks for asking. What did I do last week? I watched some stuff. I watched a movie that I know Dr. Scientist loves. I think Chump Slap loves. Haven't seen it in a minute, but I watched The Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, oh, yeah. It's kind of good. Love space horror. It is one of those movies that every time I watch it, I like it more, which don't which don't happen that often. Yeah. 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 I love the part where he gets his arm cut off. And it's still flopping around. Yeah. 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 That's great. I, I, yeah. It was a really great movie. I, it was good sci-fi horror. It reminded me uh, and kind of made me want to watch Sunshine too. Oh, that is pretty that good. Forever. It's been a long. It's been a long time since I saw Sunshine. I don't know if I've seen Sunshine with Chris Evans and uh, nope. who's that? Who's that other guy? Who's the main guy? That, am I, am I thinking of Solaris? Twenty days know. later. What you're thinking? <laughs> Sunshine was directed by Danny Boyle. It's the one where the astronauts have to go and restart the sun by dumping yeah. a nuke in it. That yeah, that uh, one's good too. Was it? I it like just it. sounded so stupid. I didn't watch it. All right. Oh, it's space horror, dude. Check it out. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's not me. as I will. Let's temper some expectations. It's not exactly as crazy as Event Horizon. Right, right. But it's very good. It's well done. It's spooky. Okay, yeah. cool. Take a look, sir. Will do. Also watched uh, The Big Short, oh. which is, you know, that movie about uh, the housing market collapse in 08. Yeah. Exciting. How did it end? Not great. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the end, like. That thing happened, which, you know, we all lived through it. And then they're like, oh, yeah, this one guy got arrested. Like, that's it. Yeah. Just him. Mm-hmm. The fall guy. You know, decades of shitty banking and people asleep at the wheel. Um, it's a great movie. And it, it does a really great job of kind of like showing you through an interesting way of how all that shit came to be. So check it out. It's fun. Okay. Somehow they made talking about fucking bank loans fun. Whatever. Check it out. <laughs> And then I watched something uh, I had completely forgot about. This new, a new season Mr. of the show had come out. It wasn't Mr. Bean. So, uh, good guess. Ernest uh, scared stupid. You know I'm a beanhead. Uh, watched the newest season of Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. The sixth season? Yes. The one with the episode with Josh Hartnett and Aaron Paul, who are the astronauts. Yeah. Man, that's... Have you never seen it before? No, no. This is the first time I watched it. It's been out for like it ha- maybe even a year. Oh, yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a while. I've completely forgot it existed, but um, I liked all the stories. Uh, the one I just talked about with Josh Hartnett and Aaron Paul was, I thought was really great, but oh, was that a bummer? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it. Um, there's some really good ones in it. All right. Take it I'm trying to, it. I'm trying to remember what the other ones are. <laughs> yeah. Real good ones. Uh-huh. So good that I forgot what they're, what they're about or named. So, you know, yeah. You know they're real good. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there was there was the the Jonah's awful one I really loved. Oh, that is pretty good. With uh what's her name? Mm-hmm. The woman from Shits Creek. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Uh it's called Jonah's awful. It's really great. 
Locke Henry was pretty good about the true crime Scottish town thing. Mm -hmm. That was also a disturbing one. And uh, yeah, The Demon 79 was fun. I like that one. All right. Yeah, maybe I'll have to check it out. If you haven't seen it, I mean, I think most people know what Black Mirror is all about. If you haven't seen it at all, check it out. But, mm -hmm. you know, you'll like it or dislike it. I don't, I don't know. Fucking, it, it, I liked it. <laughs> you'll if either you like it or not, whatever. Yeah, it's something. You're either going to love it, you're going to hate it, you're going to like it, you're not going to like it, you're going to think it's fine, or you're going to think it's great. At the end of the day, it's something to watch. Man, yep. and that came out in June. I'm an idiot. That's four months away. Five months. Because we're in November. It's November It seems 9th. like it's been so long. Right? It really does. Anyway, so there you go. Watch Black Mirror. It's fun, and I like the show. Um, what I play, guess what, Chell? No. How's yeah, Radko Gudis? <laughs> He's getting better, man. I got him when he was an 82 overall. I dumped in 25,000 coins into him. Which is Not $20 like, real life. Yeah, yeah. Jammed it into him, but like <laughs> applied that to his overall. Now he's an 85. I thought you said he was an 87. No, he's... Was he an 87? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I got a lot of really good players on my team. It's hard to keep yeah, track. Yeah, I can I could, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. 18, 20 of them. It's hard to keep track of 20 of them. You guys get it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Who's your goalie? Um, Sorokin right now. Mm, I thought you said good ones. Well, I also Whoa. have Marc-Andre Fleury, but I just got his card, and I need to upgrade it. So he's like an overall 82 right now. Mm. Uh, not even a so do you though. have to upgrade them for them to be good, even if they're good players? Short answer, no. But you I mean, can, you like, can pull better cards. Flurry's like a Hall of Fame goalie, and you, you got to like put him well, in to make the thing better. is, like, as the seasons go on, and you can upgrade cards, and they want to be able to release more packs so they don't release any players that are like 99s out of the gate. So the best ones you'll find right now, this early in the release, is like an 86 overall Kale mm. McCarr, an 87 McDavid. Like, no one's over 87 right now. Wow. You're telling me Radko Gudis had the same rating as Marc-Andre Fleury? <laughs> For right now. <laughs> so um, those cards, like some of the ones you get from the sets and the X-Factors, as the year goes on, like our year in real time progresses, you'll be able to put more collectibles and money into them. Like it'll unlock and their, their ratings can go up. So they'll scale with your team. Oh, so if you spend yes, more money as time goes you. on. Exactly. They want to keep you there. And then that way you're just not reselling cards. You're keeping the same ones. You're just pumping more money into them makes sense they got it's it. all very yeah. much rpg mechanics with gambling that's really all it is yeah and the physics in it are cool i like to do hip checks now they just added hip checks and oh that's fun that's <laughs> real fun good stuff so yeah go play chill i dare you we'll start a team we'll be the plotty time uh ploppers ploppers, ploppers? sure oh, i like it plotty the pt ploppers perfect it'll be great we'll start a club We'll play online and Dr. Scientist and Sir Chomp Slap said they would absolutely buy Chell and play online too if we started a team with those had enough people in mm -hmm. This may not be a guarantee. <laughs> like it, you just said the disclaimer at the, the small print at the okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I did. So, how about you there, Sir Chomp Slap? What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Well, thanks for asking. Sure. It's playing a little game I was I found called uh, Source of Madness. Oh. Was it recommended by a fan? No, I oh. was just go. I was just going through. I finished Callisto, so I was like, I want to play something. Sure. So I just got, it's free. Halloween on, sale? Oh no, it's free on PlayStation. It's like a roguelite side scroller with procedurally generated AI creatures. Mm hmm. And like the creatures, uh, the AI is not very smart. Never so a is. Of, a lot of the creatures are just they like flop around <laughs> like. Nice. I think I saw some. Is it like um, Lovecraftian? Yes. Okay. And I've seen like, people play that. You got a little wizard guy. Yeah. And he yeah. gets like rings. And Is it good? I thought it might look good. It's good for free. I mean, I've only played it. Is it for PS Plus or is it on yeah, Game Pass or whatever the fuck it is for PlayStation? I don't know. Uh, it look. might just be PS Plus. Let me uh, look at it now while we're doing this. Yeah. I mean, it's worth yeah, a yeah. try. I mean, you can hate it if you want, but I mean, I've only played to like three levels. It looked interesting. Yeah. What was that game one more time for the fans? Source of Madness. Source of Madness. Is it like an independent one? Is it longer, or shorter? Do you have any idea? Uh, I don't, I have no idea how long it is. I guess it's pretty. Yeah, it's Game Plus Extra. Oh, okay, but yeah. it's only twenty bucks if you don't have it. Yeah, but if you have it on PlayStation. Yeah. Playable on PS Five only. That's probably. Oh, why. there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it's a good good try. Give it out. Give it a go. You might hate mm -hmm. it. You might like it. You might give it a shit. 
<laughs> I played Not us. <laughs> but I watched a couple things. Mm-hmm. Okay, like what? You guys ever hear of a Hardwired? It's yes. Val Kilmer, Cuba Gooding Jr., Tatiana Maslany movie? No. I'm going to be on. No. It's about like a, an evil corporation in the future that puts these brain implants in people and like makes them see ads and shit all the time. They're doing it to like homeless people. And so it's weird. Wow. It doesn't really make sense. It's not really good. But was it new? It, no, it has to be at least six years old, eight years old. Now I'm going to have to look it up. But it's, I kind of remember hearing about it. Hardwired, you said. Hardwired. Yeah. 2009. 2009. Cuba Gooding Jr., Phil Kilmer, Michael Ironside. Sick. Yeah. Mm. Good crew. Oh, look at that Kilmer hair. It's, it's something. I mean, it's pretty boring and it's not very good acting but yeah. <laughs> it's pretty boring and the acting sucks but yeah it's pretty good I don't know, it's Check something it to watch you know it's just like val kimmer and kuba gooding i don't think val kimmer's ever made a bad movie not one not that i could think of maybe this one but i don't know but i watched another movie called mfkz motherfucking kill zone maybe i couldn't figure out what it's no for. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> what's it about <laughs> it's an animated movie about this kid who lives in the city and he can like it's kind of like they live creatures. Okay, it's people posing as like other people, and he can see them, and it's just like his fight against them and stuff like that. It's pretty fun. It's a good one. It has some good names in it. Oh, it's just it's just motherfuckers. That's what I thought. But so the mother part is just the M, and then the fuckers is the FKZ. Yeah, there you go. Is it any good? Yeah, you liked it. I had it. I enjoyed it. Is it like anime? It's animated. Mm. I don't know. I'd say it's more. Western animation. Mm, okay. But it's got Giancarlo Esposito and the Rizza. And Mike, the Jizza? Michael Chiklis. Old Dirty Bastard. Inspector Deck. Deck. No. Raekwon just, the Chef. We you get God. It. You know a lot. Ghostface Killer. <laughs> and you can't forget Method Man. Yeah, there's no more woo. No, it's just 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 the Rizza playing a voice. But yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good time. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> It made me think of the part in Popstar when they're like, oh, yeah, we're getting all back together. It's like when Method Man left and made his own album and came back and he was still part of Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And it's also like when the RZA left and made his own album and he came back and he was still part of the Wu-Tang Clan. And they went through like four examples of that. Yeah. It's just like that. No. But yeah. It, it's a good movie. Watch motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. Whatever. Yeah, I, got, I got one more here for you called The Calling. The calling. Yeah, it's about this woman. Is it from inside the house? Who gives birth to the Antichrist. Oh, tale as old as time. Yeah. You know how it is. He talks about the kid and how her husband is raising him to be the Antichrist and all this stuff. What year is this from? Because I put in the calling and I got like seven things here. <sighs> Fucking good question. Yeah, it's one of those. Is Susan Sarandon in it? No. Is it a TV show? No, it is a movie. I think okay. it might be 2014. Uh, yeah, 2009. University student leaves her course to become a nun. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you sure it's not that one? No, it's definitely not that one. It had the Antichrist in it. God damn it. Calling movie. Let me see here. Nazis. This is what Dead air. Shameless. Oh. A woman is used as a pawn to bring to fruition the rule of the Antichrist. That's the one. From 2000? I guess. I thought right. it did look a little old, but I could. I figured it could have been low budget or something. But Nope, just old. Yeah, it was all right. Okay, it's all right. I was going to ask you, I don't remember what you said, if it was good or not. Yeah, check it out. I mean, it's a good good story about the Antichrist. I mean, is there ever a bad one? Not that I know of. Not that I know of. I mean, with Antichrist movies, you kind of know what you're getting into, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're either on board or you're not. You ever see the anti or Antichrist? Just the, is the name of the movie Antichrist with Willem Dafoe in it. No. Yes, but I think just part one. Are there two parts of it? I have no idea. I didn't watch that, so I don't know why we're talking about it. But <laughs> why'd you bring it up? Oh, whatever. Anyway, what else did you watch? That's it. That I'm was it. That was the last one. He said one more. All right. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Easy. Wow. All right. Well, then, Doctor Scientist is in a rush, so let's just go ahead and move into the Polytime Time Vibe Check. Ooh. Oh, you like that? Bring it on the vibe. Pour oh, me some bubbly. <laughs> uh. Let me slip into something a little more vibe. 
All right. <laughs> Every week we got a vibe stuff. This week, uh, yeah, that's right. I don't say an intro for this. Vibe check. Uh, we got <laughs> some stuff going on. Did you hear about the whole, remember we talked about the whole Unity engine and how they're going to charge people from downloads and how it was pretty, yeah. pretty mm-hmm. cray? Well, the CEO, John Ricitello, is now retiring from Unity. Uh, apparently, a lo- there was a lot of blowback from his decision to start charging, and Unity's like, you know what? You should leave. Oh, snap. Oh, man, he's going to get millions of dollars. Taking on the arches, Ricitello. They had to walk the whole policy back after studios threatened to abandon the Unity engine moving forward. Because, yeah, obviously yeah, they Why would. wouldn't they? But uh, he joined Unity back in 2014 after leaving Electronic Arts. I think he was the guy. Who fucked EA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, who who went really hard uh, at EA with the uh, the huts and the mutt and the downloadable buyable packs. No, it makes sense. Monetization and strategy. And you still pay for that shit. I still do. I don't feel good about it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Also, the problem is I put a lot of them on my credit card, so I can't wait till that bill comes in. I'm like, holy <laughs> fuck. I guess NHL should cost $500 every year. <laughs> but yeah, so he is now out after Unity. So he uh, basically got pushed out of because um, of all his aggressive DLC and microtransactions and, and the focus on the post-launch stuff and then gets uh, pushed out of Unity. How does he keep getting CEO jobs? Because he makes a lot of money while he's there. Yeah, I mean, for a second, what the fuck, for at least a minute, right? Gets him in the news. I didn't know what Unity was. Where else are worthless people going to work? Yeah, they got to just be CEOs, I guess. Nice, good one, guys. Yeah, I burned them, guys. I burned them good. <laughs> Wait till they hear that one. Yeah, they'll take that CEOs across the world. <laughs> they listen. They, we have listeners. We have plenty of billionaire listeners. Also, I thought it was very interesting that uh, Starfield. We all know we've heard about the Xbox game. Don't hear anything about it anymore. No, no, for like two weeks, and that was it. Yeah, I, I just, I heard it was like Fallout in space. Like it was exactly the same as if they reskinned Fallout Four, but put you in a. Sh- anyway, so they released it for free on Xbox Game Pass, and they're saying how Game Pass doesn't have an effect if you release the games for free because it was still one of the highest selling games of the entire year. Mm-hmm. So they're like, basically, they just proved that the Game Pass doesn't really affect sales that much. I just thought it was interesting that it was one of the biggest selling games, but it was for free. What other games came out this year? Plenty. Plenty. Tons. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I mean would be big. Uh, I was asking because I was curious because if it's the best selling one. I mean, depending on what its competition well, is, then it doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, we got we got got something. We got Chell. Chell. We've got the Resident Evil Four remake. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, okay. The Dead Space remake. Oh, give me uh, something that's not a remake. <laughs> okay, fine. Metroid Prime remastered. <laughs> that's that's a remake. <laughs> oh, that's a remaster. Uh, okay, Sorry. Yeah. Come the, on. Uh, the new Star Wars Jedi Survivor game is coming out. I think that's coming out. That Never even heard of it. Well, Spider-Man Whatever. 2 is going to outsell this. Maybe. Yeah, you got Spider-Man 2. You got Mortal Kombat 1 from a oh. couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy came out in 2023. The Legend of Zelda. Oh, oh. Baldur, Baldur's Gate. Baldur's, Baldur's Gate, Gate 3. 3. Yeah. Fire Emblem Engage F1 23. How many of those Lies were on of Xbox, P. though? Zelda wasn't. Wild Fire Hearts. Emblem isn't. I don't know. Assassin's Creed Mirage. That I kind of want to play Lies Atomic of Heart, but I don't want to pay for it. Blasphemous yeah, 2. <laughs> well, tons of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. What were we talking there. about? What came out? Super oh. Mario Brothers Wonder. I was just trying to see, yeah, what it was more than. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. And then also, uh, one of the worst games that ever existed, Elden Ring, is getting a brand of luxury streetwear for some reason. What? Oh, I'm going to buy some of that shit. Is it luxury? What is luxury streetwear? Like a Luxury, suit? it's uh, basically stuff that looks like you you found it at a thrift store, but it costs seven hundred dollars. So like a jogging oh. suit. Oh well, we got. I, I got some ideas here for you. Uh, the luxury bland, br- luxury brand, Arc Eight collaborated with From Software to bring its incredible RPG to a seventeen hundred thirty five dollar coat. Oh yeah, that's probably. Are you gonna snag that? No. no okay. I mean, there's a couple of things. There's yeah. also a tethered $240 black cotton hoodie that says tarnished on it. Oh, sick. That sounds like a dumb marketing thing. I'm sure you can get the same thing on Redbubble. Yeah. And it's probably cooler. And it's probably not $250, yeah. I'd say. But yeah, there's there's a couple couple pieces on here. I don't think I'm going to buy any because the game sucked. 
<laughs> other people love the game. Not going to buy it either. You know, other people might get. You should it. buy it. Ironically, yeah, that'd be sick. I want to see you wearing a two hundred fifty dollars yeah. hoodie. I know he won't do it. He's a coward. Yeah. No, I'm not going to buy this bullshit. This game of blue. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. So uh, yeah, I thought that was funny because I knew you liked Elden Ring, so that's why I brought it up. That's fair. Yeah. So because obviously something is broken inside of you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you guys hear about Silent Hill Ascension, the interactive TV series that's coming out from Konami? Is it like uh, Bandersnatch? Yes. I think so. I'll read you the blurb here. It's coming out October 31st. The first episode is it's coming out exclusively on that system thing or the, the streaming service we talked about yesterday, the Sony Core. Oh, OK. OK. So I guess talked it's about free yesterday. PlayStation Plus. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> Last week. Whatever. So uh, it tells twin narratives that will apparently be influenced by viewers and diverge according to the whims of the masses. Should he stay and do his paperwork? I'm wondering if it's like a vote thing. You know it what I mean? It sounds like it the way yeah, you said that. That's like that Futurama one. Like, should Calculong finish his paperwork or should he go to the <laughs> fight out, the shootout, the thing? And like everybody votes. He's like, all right, he'll stay and do his paperwork. He's like, I'll carry the one. I wonder if you have to watch it live and vote. And Well, you can't watch it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be like for next week. Then what's the first people who watch it going to see? That's just the first episode. And then you're like, well, how does it, where does it go in the end? Maybe. Oh, no, we'll have to. That fucking, sounds like hell for writers and I'll actors. I'll have to rent it and watch it. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. I can't believe it's already been out for two weeks and we haven't oh, seen we didn't any even, of it. Oh, I didn't even know about it. October 31st, last week. Two weeks ago. Ten days. Th- it's Splitting hairs. <laughs> Did any of you guys watch the newest season of American Horror Story? Do you guys watch American Horror I've Story? I watched some of them. Most of them are dumb. No. I usually watch like the first four or five episodes and like, all right, I got enough of this. Yeah. What are some seasons that you liked? Are there any you finished? I really like the first season. Yeah, that was really good. It was really good. Was yeah, really good. I, I really liked the one where they were witches. That might have been the second season. It was. Or third. No, the second was Asylum. Okay. The that third was the third one. one. The, yeah, the third one was good. I liked the one, was that American? Yeah, the one where they were vampires on the beach. That was recent, two years ago. 10, maybe. They were aliens for half of it and then vampires for half. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that season. Yes, that, that was one like was good. two or three years ago. Yeah. All the other ones kind of are just boring. Yeah, I never watched any of them. Well, Lady Gaga wasn't bad either. Hotel. Oh, the the hotel. I liked, I, I liked Hotel. I liked... Uh... Uh, 1984 was fun. Yeah, yeah, 1984 was really good. I forgot about that one. Um, I didn't care for the one that was in like a bunker and the apocalypse one. Yeah, there was a bunch. I didn't anyway, the reason I'm getting to this is, uh, I, I'm sure you guys have heard by now that the main star of the newest season of American Horror Story, which I think is either done or wrapping up, is Kim Kardashian. Oh, that's why I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that is the reason. I was like, I know, I know. I'm not going to watch that. I was hoping somebody watched it because apparently the reviews are coming in and they say she's fucking great in it. So I don't know what. Well, of to course they anymore. would. I don't know. Why would they? Why would all the reviews say that? Trying to kiss Kim Kardashian's ass. Mm, maybe some of them. Yeah, but maybe she is decent actress. Who the hell knows? I don't know what else she does. That's why I'm trying to get like a a human I know to be like, oh yeah, it was great. You get your jacket out or. Don't waste your fucking time, bro. Why don't you just watch one episode and find out? Yeah, I'm scared. All right. I've, I said I, it. No, yeah. I hear you. You tell bro. us. Yeah. I ain't going to watch it. I've never watched any of these. Maybe I will. I'll watch <laughs> this. This, will be the, this, this is where you, you start watching American Horror Story. I <laughs> yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah. The unfiltered opinion. Yeah. There you go. I got nothing. in. No dog in this hunt. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just let's just move on with the episode and get to the game. Yeah. Let's, let's get, get over this. Game. What game is that? No. Bumper first. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the game. How about that? This Dr. Scientist just asked. The game's called Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Uh, I've never played this. I assume you guys haven't played it? Nope. Nope. Well, it came out way back when, November 10th, 2003. Mm. Any guesses on the number one song? We have done this before. Oh, uh, 2003. Kelly Clarkson is behind these hazel eyes. No, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. I have no friggin' idea. You know. Okay, well, let's call uh, Long Island Sal. Let's see what he has to say. Oh, maybe he's not going to be a coward and sing this one. I think he might. He just likes early aughts bangers. (laughs) Hey, guys. 
guys, how's it going, Islanders? Rule, fuck your flyers. Who cares? Eat. What's up, Sal? Hey, Sal. Yeah, you like? Hey, Sal. How's it going? Thanks for uh, answering the phone and being so cool about everything. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I'm a cool fucking guy. Let's go to the docks. Islanders rule. Why do you need to go to the docks? All the cool shit happens at the docks. That's where I work. All right. Uh, well, uh, that almost makes sense. We're gonna learn so much about Sal this season. Yeah, <laughs> that's canon now. I work at the docks. <laughs> you are okay. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Sal. Um, can you sing the song for us, please? Oh, you bet your bottom dollar I can. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Who says bet your bottom? <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Sal. Yeah, geez. No, I'm fine. It's just it's that. Seagull air. It just fucks with your guts. Here we go. All the time. I'm trying to sing. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Sal. Sorry. I apologize for Dr. Scientist. Um, Go ahead and sing sing your song. Okay, here we go. Baby boy, you stay on my mind. Fulfill my fantasies. I I remember this. I'm singing it. I think about you all the time. I see you in my dreams. Thanks, Sal. That was really beautiful. Do you guys know what song it is? I remember Bentley singing that. It's Baby Boy. Baby Boy is the name of the song. That's correct. Do you remember who sings it? Big name. Big Beyonce. name. It is Beyonce featuring Sean Paul. Boom. Oh, so you both get half credit. <laughs> All right, I... <laughs> All right, I gotta get in here and load up this fucking boat. Screw you guys and fuck the flyers. Uh, I love when that Thanks, happens. Thanks, Sal. <laughs> Appreciate it. This phone's so weird. Yeah. Don't know what could have possibly happened. But let's go ahead and, and uh, talk about the number one movie in the country on November 10th, 2003. Uh, give you a hint. We did it before? No, we didn't. Oh. That was the hint. Oh, November 10th, 2003. And if I give you the uh, tagline, oh, you're going to get it immediately. <laughs> is it animated? It is not animated. Is it Lord of the Rings, Return of the King? No, that is incorrect. Good guess, though. Oh. Uh. Braveheart. <laughs> no, it is not Braveheart. The tagline is This Christmas, discover your inner elf. Elf? elf. <laughs> it's elf, yes. Yes, it's Boom. elf. Knew we it. don't need to go into that movie. Everybody knows it. Everybody likes I've it, never I seen guess. It. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it either. But. It's I've fine. Heard, I've heard it's fine. I mean, there are some generally fun moments with it, but I think like it, it's very popular. A lot of people really love it, and I'm like, yeah, is that I the think it's, movie? it's not too screwed. cheesy. I think it's too Will Ferrell for me. Yes, there you go. That makes sense. Uh, also, this day in history, November 10th, 1793, France ends forced worship of God. Thank God. When was that? Whoa. <laughs> November 10th, 1793. Oh, I thought you said 1993. <laughs> yeah, I was man. like, jeez. Shit was wild. Yeah, they, you think of them as super progressive, but man, they are not. <laughs> it was released for GameCube, PS2, Xbox, and the PC, developed by Eurocom and published by THQ. It is a single-player action-adventure game. Uh, Dr. Scientist, you picked our game this week, yeah. Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. How about you lead us into it and tell us what this game's all about? Well, it's about... It's set in a Egypt, our Egypt, but I guess a slightly different one because it's animated. Mm-hmm. And uh, it starts with a man named Imhotep, who's kind of like an old seer guy. He's a monkey dude. Yeah. He's actually oh, yeah. a god from Egyptian mythology. But he's a monkey dude. In he's this a one. monkey dude in this one. <laughs> but he has a uh, lion dude and a bird dude named Sphinx and Horus. Of course. And who are his apprentices. And he's like, hey, man, I need you to go to the castle of Uruk and, uh, well, the city, maybe. I don't know. And uh, find the blade of Osiris for me. Yeah, will do. Okay. Easy enough. Yeah. So he transports you there. He's got these little transport modules and shit. And you get there, and there's a fiery ray activated and all kinds of traps to stop you from getting the Blade of Cyrus. You know, a typical platformer-type game, which this is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Sphinx is trying to work together, and a horse is just like, peace, I can fly, I'm out of here. Yeah, and Motep said you got to work together to get it, man. Yeah, and he just kind of flies ahead and makes Sphinx catch up. Yeah, he's being a real dick about it. Yeah, yeah he's not cool. Kind of sets the mood for him being a dick the whole game. Yeah, it sure does. Also, it kind of weirds me out that they're like anatomically humans, but they have heads of birds and yeah. I mean, that's they're like Egyptian walking, gods. talking hieroglyphs. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They're all like the hieroglyphs. It still weirds me out. I don't like it. Anyway, that's fair. That's, that's okay. You can be weirded out. 
Dude, I'm the, uncomfortable. What about every other game that's exactly like this? Like Ratchet and Clank? They're fine. Spyro. <laughs> Spyro, yeah. They're totally fine. Just this one. Just yeah, this just one this for one, some just, reason. Just, yeah, it just rubbed me Crash the wrong Bandicoot. way, too. Let's unpack it. Let's see if we find out what it is. <laughs> it freaks me out. Uh, some bullshit platformer stuff. You find things you can walk on lava, and you keep going deeper into this plate of the arc. You eventually find the Blade of Osiris. Okay. Awesome. And uh, the ray that's kind of protecting the area shoots and blasts Horus, and he falls into lava. Ah! And Sphinx grabs the blade because he's the good guy. No, so Horus is dead. Thank God. Yeah. We'll never see him again. Nope. <laughs> but, uh... The Ray kind of blasts Sphinx and he ends up having to find a different way home. Blah, blah, blah. He finds a different portal. Gets back to Emotep. Okay. okay. Cut to a different scene. Elsewhere. Yeah. Not to do that. I don't remember exactly what city this was. But anyway, there's a prince, Tutankhamun. You've probably heard of him. No. Oh, yeah. It's a big deal. <laughs> and uh, Princess Nefertiti, who you may also have heard of. Mm, no. they're, they're kind of a thing, whatever. You can do some bullshit platformer stuff with this. And then uh, it's his birthday. I just want to say, yeah, that. yeah, Tutankhamun's birthday. Yeah, he's like a child king almost. Oh, that's weird. Never yeah. heard of something. Yeah, <laughs> I put that together right now. Sick. And she's like, "Hey, man, watch your back, because your brother Akhenaten, who also is somebody you may have heard of, nope, is hatching this plan." Well, she doesn't specifically say it, but whatever. But he's Ak- scheming. He's he is scheming to turn you into a mummy, which he eventually does. Oh no. He's oh, supposed damn. to be your brother, and he turns you into a mummy because he wants all the power for himself. He's just kind of a dick in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he uh, wraps you up, puts all your stuff in canopic jars, which you also may have heard of if you know anything about Egypt. You got to say that for everything. Are you? <laughs> I am, because Papa Scotch doesn't have any clue what I'm talking about. He loves That's Egypt. the jars they put the organs in. I know a little bit oh, about this. Oh, oh. You shocked me today, Papa Scotch. Uh, thanks. Rudimentary Egypt. Although Nefertiti sounded familiar, but I didn't, I couldn't pinpoint where that was from. Yeah. Oh. But Obviously sarcophagi, that's another word that matters here. Yeah. yeah. Sphinx. Yeah. There yeah. we go. <laughs> Sand. <laughs> yeah. I'm familiar. Anyway. I'm familiar. They're doing this, and then there's like, oh, there's an intruder in the building. They must have an intruder alarm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Sphinx kind of shows up and interrupts this whole procedure, and uh, the jars kind of disappeared, and mummy gets sucked up, and all kinds of things. Oh, no. Another portal. Yeah. Well, first, Nefertiti's like, hey, Sphinx, can you go save Toot, King Tutankhamun over there? But it blah, blah, blah. It's another portal. Yep. Sure, sure. Uh, he gets an amulet that makes him allowed to travel through these yeah, portals. Yeah, the travel amulets. So he eventually escapes from wherever this place is that he is now. I forget that city. He escapes with Nefertiti to Heliopolis, and he takes her to safety, drops her off with a... Imhotep, the monkey guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, Sphinx is told he has to go to Abydos and do some platform requests. That's what you do. Yeah, because, yeah, that's what you do. Now, there's kind of electric eels, and you find the jewels were stolen from the uh, museum-ish. Yeah, it's a museum of some sort. Yeah, I, I think that where they store jewels. <laughs> you know, one of them places. Yeah, one of them places. The jewel If you know anything yeah, about Egypt, you know about them. <laughs> yeah. They're next to the canopic jars. Yeah. Duh. But uh, then it cuts to a scene of Akhenaten and the mummy, okay. who, is his, who is his brother, Tutankhamun. Mm-hmm. And uh, they kind of just, he just kind of throws the mummy on the ground. And mm-hmm. he's like, mm-hmm. oh, now I can get out of this stupid uh, thing. And he kind of turns and apparently it was all an illusion. Get the fuck out. And he's what? the evil set. Which you may know. Which you may know from <laughs> popular vampire mythologies. What? but he's an evil guy set disguised to try and take power from Tutankhamun I guess he killed the real Akhenaten who knows yeah I think that's implied turned him into a mummy yeah it's kind of implied something bad happened Mm -hmm. but uh, now he's in Uruk and he's like "All right, now we gotta stop Emotep I gotta do all this stuff gotta set my plans in motion and he's talking to his things whatever cut back to Sphinx Mm -hmm. and uh, he's going around and he ends up in the cursed palace of Heliopolis Mm -hmm. and he finds the god Anubis in there and he's like yeah I did a bunch of shit I froze these people there's a bunch of misery and suffering blah 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 but he's like I'm gonna help you out Anubis or I'm gonna help you out Sphinx yeah you solve some puzzles for me I'll do shit for you Hmm. it was very interesting that he's like I'm gonna turn all these people into stone and then you know what I like the cut of your jib yeah. I'm going to help you out. He's like, oh, you want to help unstone these people? Then I just turn a stone? Yeah. Do All what? Right. Do, Do some what? shit for but, me. Yeah, find uh, the shield of Osiris for me. 
How about you do that? And then I'll give you some things to unfreeze people. So, well, all right. So you do that. Standard video game shit. I need this. You go find this. You bring it back to me. You move on. Yep. Yep. And then uh, Emotep, he find a, for some reason, Emotep makes an animated jar here. A called, basket. Called Basket. <laughs> and uh, this is basically how they transport items between the two characters that you play. Yeah, it's because he knows where Todd is. Yeah, and he can use canopic jars to bring him to life. And he's like, while he's on the inside, maybe he can find shit for us. Yep. So that's what happens. Sphinx finds shit, sends it through Basket to the mummy. Mummy finds shit, sends it in the basket to the thing. If they find all the canopic jars, they think they can bring the mummy back as Tut. So Makes sense. That's what it is. So they're like, you help us out, we'll help you out. Everybody's happy. You just got to sneak around the uh, castle structure here and risk your life. Yeah. MBD. So that's what it does. Basket shows up. He's already up, dead. Real, that's nice. the beauty of it. You're right. Yeah, that's why in the platforming parts, he can like go through fire and step on spikes and stuff. And yeah. Things that would kill a normal person don't bother him. Two different kinds of platforming between the two. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So in this game, are you solving puzzles like together? Uh, in two different places. No, no, you play two different, two places. different people. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. So he find the mummy finds some stolen jewels and shit and stuff that gives you double jump because you can never start with a double jump in a game. I know. Nope. Right? And then once he does that, he passes out because all the energy's gone from the canopic jar. I don't know if that's a bas- uh, a bingo spot. Passing out canopic because you ran jar. out of organs in the canopic <laughs> jar. It's just a passing out. You can stop there. Huh. Oh. It kind of you're getting knocked out, sort of. Kind of, yeah. Anyway, basket goes back to Sphinx, gives him some shit, and then uh, some jewels and stuff. Yeah, some jewels, Book of the Dead, blah blah blah. Then he does some more Anubis tests. Of course, Horus shows up again, <laughs> gives you a invisibility crystal. Ooh, that sounds neat. Yeah, but if you use it, sounds it kills you. Helpful. Oh, that's, but that's bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> bad. That's not bad. That's not good. That's not good. But uh, you don't fall for it. Because Horus, you turns were about out, to though. Yeah, Imhotep stops you. Yeah, I guess you did fall for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, you do the stuff for Nubis. You get the invisibility crystal. You go uh, cure some people from the curse. They give you things, and one of them has a canopic jar somehow. Yeah, a lot of them do yeah. eventually. And uh, you get the stuff the basket, and he goes back. Conveniently, he can use the invisibility gem because he's already dead. Oh, that's why the mummy's there. Yeah, can't be killed. It's amazing that they both find stuff that each other can use. But not Very them. Kind of smart yeah. if you're the bad guy, but it just happens to be that this is the perfect situation where it doesn't work for him. <laughs> just so happens. Just so happens. <laughs> if only we had more mummies hidden away in castles that could do our bidding. Yeah. Imagine how much shit we could get done in a day. first, dude. Oh, that's you're true. I do need a basket. <laughs> we weren't even thinking. <laughs> you might have a mummy somewhere in a castle. Anyway, you see horse and set colluding and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Mummy gets some stuff, sends it back to Sphinx. It's it's repeating this. Yeah. Sphinx sign stuff. Does more quests for Anubis. He's starting, he's like, hey, find me the crown of Abydos. I could use it. Sure. It's like the, the mayor has it. You go, and the mayor's sick. Mm. Eventually, some jumping back and forth between Mummy and Sphinx. You heal the mayor and find out that uh, his advisors were working for Set the whole time. What? The double cross from the mayor? Yeah. Well, no, the mayor's on your side. It's his. The double cross from the mayor's aides. <laughs> His crow boys. Yeah, his cr- yeah. crows are never a crow giveaway. knees. Oh. Nice. <laughs> Man, Does that kind explain of the, the boss fight here with some kind of flying ghoul? Yep. Oh, yeah. Because it's the birds. The very same. Perfect. Apparently, they were the ones causing all the problems in Abydos, and you just took care of them. Oh, sweet. So you go back to Anubis, and he's like, hey, man, you earned some more curse stones. Here you go. Now what do I need? I need the crown of Uruk, the mm. sacred... Uh, He's a couple crowns, yeah, yeah. You don't let Set okay. get it. You find it for me, you bring it here. Sounds legit. Yeah, so then Sphinx goes off to the desert, you know, finds a Rosetta Stone. I don't, um, whatever. Obelisks, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's all bullshit to get the Rosetta Stone, which yeah, does he something. Sees some seer lizard person is like, yeah, go find the Rosetta yeah. Stone. Translate some obelisks. Cut back to the mummy. He gets the power gauntlets, which is another, you know, classic platformer thing. Upgrade. Sure. Back to the Sphinx. And he goes to the Uruk Islands, and he has to pass the test for the crown of Uruk, which is apparently beating some big mantis queen. Of course. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. The I could have called that. Yep. yep. So obvious. So you, <laughs> Sphinx beats the Geb queen and uh, takes the crown of Uruk to Anubis. And he's like, all right, I got two crowns now. I'll tell you some of the story. 
He tells a story that originally there was a god, I guess, named Ra, and uh, was split in two. Uh, one half as Osiris and one half as Set. Oh, that's what happened. Surprisingly, a good oh. side and a bad side. Whoa. Light and dark, you say? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Set got jealous and angry and was trying to take power from Osiris and blah, blah, blah. This is it. And uh, Nubis is like, all right, to stop Set, we need one more crown. Guess, okay. wh- guess where it is? Heliopolis? Maybe. Let's go check. All right. Oh. Yeah. Well, he gives you more curse rules, too. You free some people, blah, blah, blah. Basket goes to mummy. Yeah, but you're hearing voices as Sphinx. Like, there's a voice telling him the crowns are a grave danger and stuff. Yeah. Who's? I thought that was Emotep. Oh, maybe. That makes sense. Because I was like, is that a doofus? Then why is he fucking sending you? <laughs> but uh, Basket goes to mummy. Mummy does some shit. I don't even remember what, because I just wrote... Mummy does stupid mummy shit. Back to Sphinx. <laughs> Free more stone, people. Yeah. Well, isn't the mummy's like a little bit, I want to say goofier, but a little slapsticky. Yeah. 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 Well, it's because. Yeah. Is there kind of fumbling through traps? You yeah, know? he can't really die, so they just do stupid shit with him. I don't know exactly what it was because I wrote stupid distraction to get the last crown. And it's a boss fight. You got to get an invite to the Pharaoh. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. You, uh, you decurse the guards and then you have to get the invitation. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you go to the Pharaoh and he's like, you're like, hey, can I have that crown? He's like, no, it's mine. Uh-oh. What? And he kind of does this whole thing. Whatever. You beat him eventually in a fight. He's kind of a spider boss. I just want to say that. So is the Geb Queen. I know, but it's an insect Two boss. Two half spider bosses make one spider boss. Just saying that's a bingo board spot. <laughs> bingo spot. <Mark> <laughs> that's where we'd have the sound effect play. That would be like market or something really cool. <laughs> or just an old but lady going, bingo. Oh, that's even better than the market because the market wouldn't even make sense. <laughs> Most people wouldn't Wait, get it. I think I got something. Boners. Yeah, <laughs> you do that. Uh, you know what? Of all the places you could have gone, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> anyway. Boners. <laughs> you get the crown and you bring it to Anubis. So he's got the crown of Uruk. I don't even remember what they are anymore. Yeah, he has all three crowns. Uh, three crowns he needs. He doesn't have one crown yet. Yep. But first, the mummy has to go and be revived by the... Mummy's revived by people who live in the castle. He's not revived by the, the Sphinx this time. Yeah, that was very strange. Well, Cause, he cause frees one of them. Yeah, he frees one of them, and then they find a canopic jar, I guess, in the place and bring you back. Yeah. Like, here. like hey, you got to stop the set from doing this ray. He's got this power. So the mummy works his way there. Solves the puzzle. The mummy's more puzzly, I guess. Than, yeah, there you go. Solves the puzzle and stops the ray. And then, of course, Set's upset, oh, and the mummy wow. grabs the crown, and uh, then Set comes and gets pissed off and kind of freezes the mummy in place. Yeah, but Basket's there watching uh, the whole Yeah, Basket's thing. there, and guess what he did? He snagged the crown. Smart. Oh, shit. Because Basket is probably the smartest one out of all these people. Best character in the game. By far. Best dialogue. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, so he goes back to Sphinx, and he's like, hey, buddy, Sphinx, here I got the, the crown of Set. That must be the last one. Yeah, so he gives the crown to Anubis. Then Anubis does a ritual here with all the crowns, blah, blah, blah. Brings the right, the light of Osiris down. Oh, shit. And uh, he's like, hey, you got to go fight Seth, whatever. Finally. Yeah. And so they transport you to Uruk Castle where you can face Set in the final ultimate battle. Oh, no, not in his true form. Yes, in his true form. Oh, get the fuck out. <laughs> but uh, you beat Set. And then you free the mummy and they tell you that set can't be killed because they need the opposite of the light for the dark and blah, blah, blah. So what they're going to do is uh, combine set and Osiris again and bring raw back. Oh, wow. Okay. Bring everything back into balance, like a flat circle. Whoa, dude. It makes more sense. Yeah. So they do that. And Ra comes back. He's like, yo, bro, thanks, Sphinx. Uh, we'll make a castle for you. People see it in years. Yeah. He's like, you're going to be remembered forever. And then he's like. Oh, yeah, here's the last yeah. vase. And for you, I'm just going to bring you back. And he gives the mummy the last vase. And the mummy, of course, fucking stooges it up and breaks the vase. <laughs> yeah, really fucking slapsticky, gets tripped over his own two feet and just drops it on the floor, yeah. destroying it. And then Pretty he, on brand. And then Emotep's there, and he's like, well, I guess there's another way we can do this. What? Sequel? See you in Spaceballs 2, the search for more money. Nice. And that's it. That's the end of the game. Okay. Interesting. So he's still a mummy in case we need that game mechanic in the sequel. Is what yeah. You're yeah. Okay. For whenever that sequel comes out, it's gonna be any day now. Mm-hmm. Probably. Wait, this came out in 2003. I don't know if it's happening, guys. Oh. It's only been 20 years. Yeah, you never know. There's been 
bigger gaps? Have there? I don't think so. Dino Crisis? <laughs> maybe fucking Duke Nukem? Maybe. Oh, maybe. Whatever. Yeah, that, that's it. That's the game. That's it. That's the game. We did it. We got through it. We're better people. We smell better and we look better. Well, I Let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment, Final Thoughts. All right. Okay, who's going to start with the Final Thoughts? I mean, I suppose I can start because didn't Chump Slap, if I remember correctly, start last week? Nope, I did. Nope, jerk, but you're going to start anyway. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did watching this video make you want to be a sphinx or a mummy? Nice. <laughs> Was the story pretty good, or you think it was pretty crummy? I like how you rhyme think with Sphinx, kind of. It's internal rhymes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wrote this one down. (laughs) (laughs) Out of 27 stars, how many you think would make this yummy? Damn it. Perfect. All right. um, Did watching this make me want to play it? Not really, although I really did like the idea that you have sections that are like in the open world and platforming, and you're jumping around. Dealing with your asshole, I don't know, half-brother bro? I don't know what he is. What happens to Horus? In real life? No, in the game. Because um, he just kind of disappears, disappears yeah. from the story. Like I don't know, they kind of well, didn't mention him again. Last I remember seeing him, he gave the invisibility stone, and they thought it would work. Yeah. And Set was like, oh, great, that's awesome. He might have got rid of him right there. I don't remember. Yeah, that was the last time he even kind of talked to him. Yeah. That's the last time we saw him. So I just assumed, oh, now this is going to start like a thing of him spying and working against He'll be back you, but in he the just sequel. never comes back. Yeah, yeah. I guess you got to leave some characters alive for the sequel, right? Yeah. Makes sense. Although I don't think anyone died. Anyways, okay, but whatever. Did watching this make me want to play it? Not really, just because I'm not as big in the platformer games as you guys are. That's fair. I don't think. Um, did the story work for me? I think it was kind of a neat way to explain away the game mechanic and... I liked how they brought real like mythology stuff into it. So it's kind of based around people that existed or were written about because mm-hmm. Tut existed. But obviously, Anubis isn't real or Osiris. Right, Dr. Scientist? There wasn't actually a dude walking around no, with a... No, no. There wasn't a bird-headed man. <laughs> Are you He's sure? God, right? Yeah. They write about him a lot. All the ones with animal heads, I'm pretty sure are gods. And all the ones with human heads were people. What about the Sphinx? Well, Sphinx said, well, nobody knows what the Sphinx was. Whatever. So, yeah, story, I guess, worked for me. What score would I give it out of 27 stars? Uh, This one's a tough one because I think it's, I don't know, I kind of liked it. I think it was better than some of the stuff we've been been, uh, looking at lately, but not that much better. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give it a a perfectly reasonable eight. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and then move on to you, Sir Chomp Slap. See what you have to say about it. Mm-hmm. Did watching this video make you want to play Sphinx and the Mummy, comma, Cursed? <laughs> oh, jeez. Did the story work for you, or do you think it was just the worst? Oh. And what score out of 27 stars do you think you wouldn't have to reimburse? Oh, I thought he was going to say hearse. But okay. Yeah. yeah, I expected a hearse in there. I, mean, I got worse. I think that wasn't oh, anything special. Oh, <laughs> he keeps going. <laughs> I had worse. No, you just and then I it. came down and and worked with Patty Hearse to quench my thirst. Wow. Dude. Delete that part. No, keep that. I have a celebratory thing here. Hold up. <laughs> Beautiful. There you go. These soundboards are paying for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> At least yours. But but watching this, no, I didn't want to play it. I mean, it was too too just platformy for me. I can see that. Yeah, I don't not a big platformer guy, but there were no like role playing or any side tracking, so it's just platforms. So no, I wouldn't play it. Did the story work for me? Yeah, I mean, basically, no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> okay. What is the Sphinx's whole motivation? For all of this. He's doing a good job. Works He's for just Emotep. for Emotep, and that's it. Yeah. Didn't they say he was like uh, his, pro- not progeny, like his... Uh, apprentice. Apprentice. Yeah, but then he oh. just, he gets the sword. Well, he's told that he's fated to do this. Yeah. A couple of times. That's barely... <laughs> I don't know. That's the motivation for like 70% of the games that we do. 
I know, but he didn't seem very motivated. He's just like, okay. Why was the mummy helping? Because he wanted to get well, his they used life the mummy. Back. Yeah. Yeah, I they kind of so. used the mummy as a tool. It was a, it was kind of a slavery with extra steps. Yeah, it wasn't very nice to use tut like that. Although they are well, trying they to bring did. him back. I so. mean, you're right. it, was, it probably wasn't cool to like hang that over his head. Like, oh, we can bring you back. Just you gotta help us first. That probably wasn't cool. But at least they were giving him something. I saw a YouTube video. It was like, are necromancers evil because they force people to do their work for them? Yes. Yeah. What a yeah. question. They bring back dead, but yeah, they use them to do. They use them as slave labor. It's no good. But yeah, I guess the story basically worked, but it was pretty boring. It was just all fetch quests and we got to get this. And then you talk to a god who's like, I'm the only guy who can fucking do this. Just give me the crowns, you know? So, eh. <laughs> okay. So out of 27 stars, I mean, it was okay. I mean, characters were decent. The whole thing was too cartoony for me, but I did like, I, I like Egypt. And you're really hemming and hauling here. Fine, I'll give it a five. <laughs> Damn, he pushed him and then he dumped a five out. Yep. Yeah. Might have been a six, but no, it's five now. I'll just give it an extra star. Go ahead. I dare you. Because we're going to ask you a couple questions, starting with what Trump Slab's going to ask you right now. Yeah, I got some things for you. Did watching this video make you want to talk to Anubis? I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Egypt. I I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Now you got to rhyme with Anubis. Yeah, he gets out of this one, folks. Uh, was the story pretty good, or was it flu mist out of a nose? Flu mist, like a like a sneeze. Okay. <sighs> out of twenty seven stars, how many will you eschew this? Oh wow, that was that was scotch. That was scotch. That was scotch here. That was scotch. Even I was gonna say it. It was coming out. Just answer the questions. You know what they are. Uh, would I play it? In 2003, I probably would have. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. Maybe today. It's probably a quick game. You could probably beat it in like six or seven hours. So yeah. I might throw it in if it ever comes out. And, but yeah, we'll give it a minute and then we'll play it. Story work for me. It's kind of boilerplate fetch quest platformy stuff. Mm-hmm. Throwing in the Egyptian mythology and uh, Egyptian history helps. It's pretty, uh, you're kind of like trying to uh, stop an evil god. It happens in almost, I'll say 10% of games. About 80% of platformers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every single JRPG. Yeah, right. So, I mean, that's all kind of... But I did like the setting. I did like that they they had a, a fumbly mummy character in there. Kind of threw a, a change of pace. Mm-hmm. So you can have all kinds of things. Ah, yeah, it was average. Uh, throw in the mythology, I'll give it an extra star. I'll give it eight stars. Whoa. Okay. Almost a perfect eight. I was going to give it seven, and then you took a star away from it, so... <laughs> it's fair. That then, if my math is correct, gives us a final score of 21 Oh, one point higher than Doom. Whoa. The stories are pretty bland and boilerplate. Yeah, so. for real. <laughs> Savage ass yeah. shit. I mean, that's about right. We have to go back a little bit of ways to see what we got. But uh, remember, I talked about it last week. Um, Constantine, we gave it 19 back on April 6th. Oh, four out of six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We four out of six. There it is. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Dead to rights, we gave a 21 as well. And then if we go back even further to the Journeyman Project, we gave that a 21 too. Ooh, oh, Journeyman Project. Wow, I forgot about that one. Man, I'm reading through this list of the games and all of our scores, and I don't remember some of these. I was going to say, it'd be interesting for you to like... Or someone to take 20 games from there and 10 games we didn't do. And then we'd have to see talk about ones. if we did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take a guess. Do you remember this? I do kind of remember the Journeyman Project. It was uh, the one that you traveled through time. There's like a safe on the side of a mountain or something. Yeah, that was one. It was back in like the prehistoric oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the thing. If we if one of us remembers and starts talking, the rest like, oh, yeah, yeah. I do remember Deadfall Adventures. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Deadfall Adventures ended up in Antarctica, right? Sure. <laughs> no fucking idea. Man, we haven't done a Nintendo episode in some time. More a Sega one. We got to do one of those. Yeah, we should. One of these days. Way less work for us. All right, we'll fire one of those in here. Why not? The kids love it. <laughs> That's all I get emails about. <laughs> That's all Seriously? he gets emails about, folks. Never once. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> come on. Next, our favorite skit. Jesus, someone's got somewhere to be. So let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, <laughs> which Dr. So Scientist really wants to get to, which is... Dr. Scientist Radical Pokemon away. Dr. Scientist, and he's not waiting. He's telling us about Pokemon baiting. <laughs> <laughs> P- 
Pokemon baiting. <laughs> we asked Dr. Scientist how to bait a Pokemon. No. We asked him to give us a recommendation or a word or a, or a thought or an idea or something that points us to the most radical Pokemon log of the week. And he's never let us down. This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? Well, I was like, all right, I'm going to find the Pokemon that makes me think of Egypt most. Oh, there isn't a Sphinx Pokemon, surprisingly. Is there a Nubis Pokemon? Nope, but there's a coffin Pokemon called Cofagregis. Cofagregis? C-O-F-A-G-R-I-G-U-S. It has an ability called Mummy, so it kind of fits. Interesting. I like it. Mummy's kind of cool. I like cool. how its hands and feet kind of are the same thing. Yeah. It's a ghost. Mummy, its ability is like if it hits somebody or somebody hits it, they get the ability mummy. So it takes the ability away from them, anything that hits you. Interesting. It is, uh, they pretend to be coffins to teach lessons to grave robbers is what it does. They swallow people who get too close to them. It's also 5'7", 168, which is exactly my measurements as well. So that's pretty 168? Cool. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> when in third grade? <laughs> <laughs> Five seven is just the space around his head. Oh snap! Big head joke. Hey, I get that shit. Big all head the time. group and chump slap can't say a fucking thing. About <laughs> about big heads. No, I can't. It's one of the few people in my life that can't say shit about that. <laughs> you gotta go to a hat store and get you measured. I'm curious. Like, they'll be like it's a fifteen. Like that's ridiculous. No, it's gotta be like slightly over eight. I can't get a hat at lids. I can tell you that. That's wild. That if I get an eight. Even with like longer hair, my hair growing out a little bit, I can still tuck my fucking ears in underneath. <laughs> yeah, that makes one of us. <laughs> Wild. I remember because I have seven and five eights, and that's almost an eight. That's like three eights away from a full eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I I gave you one of my hats to try on, and it looked like you were a fucking little kid with a miniature hat it's on the side of his head. It was crazy. Yeah, it's like a yarmulke, dude. It's wild. <laughs> crazy what we talk about the pokemon yeah. so you, you get it's a medium fast leveling rate which is what i'm usually looking for in one of my yeah. soldier guys you i'm know? usually looking for a 25 cycle hatch time myself yeah yeah are there more coffin pokemon or is there just the one coffin pokemon I, it evolves from another one he's got an ability called mummy yeah i explain Ooh. that when someone hits you or they hit you or you hit them i know but i was spelling it wrong and i was freaking out oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was very honest good but uh, the important thing is they're 5'7", 168.7, just like me. <laughs> there you go. Number one Pokemon. Coffagregis. Coffagregis. The Coffin Pokemon. Coffee Jesus. <sighs> Let's go ahead then. <laughs> Reluctantly move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Sir Chomp Slaps. This or that? We're going to play a game with Chomp Slap. It's going to be called this or that. Every week Ooh. we play a game with Chump Slap called this or that. We give him a prompt and then he has to decide if the prompt is one thing or another thing. This week we're talking Charlie Sheen, buddy, your favorite actor. Tiger's blood. So you're going to have to tell us in the prompt I give you, they're all going to be television shows or they're going to be movies. Okay. You have to tell me if Charlie Sheen is playing himself in the movie or like, you character. know. Yeah. He's himself, or if he's playing a different Charlie. Oh. So the character names are still Charlie, but is he Charlie Sheen, the person, the man, or Charlie Sheen, or Charlie whatever our character? Why are you saying Charlie? Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. <laughs> Chorley. Chorley. <laughs> Chorley? So you have to tell us character if it's himself, or man. Real, different Charlie. Real fake. Real fake. Okay. Real fake? You want to go real fake? Okay, we can go real fake. Are you ready? Search outside. I guess. Okay, here we go. First prompt. Anger management. Real. Two and a half men. Fake. Being John Malkovich. Real. The Big Bang Theory. Real. Family Guy. Real. All dogs go to heaven too. Fake. Polly Shore is dead. Real. Let's go ahead and look these up then. Man, I don't know. I don't know either. Big Bang Theory, I didn't know it. Uh, yeah, I'm big, I think you're probably close. He's probably played Charlie Cheen in that. Yeah. You gotta think of which ones I guess he was just showing up in. I know he was character. actually Charlie Sheen in being John Malkovich. I don't, he wasn't Charlie Sheen in Two and a Half Men. No. Oof. That's a six out of seven. Oh! <laughs> snap. 
The only one you got incorrect was the first one, Anger Management. He doesn't play himself, Charlie Sheen. He plays another character named Charlie. No, that's all right. I never even saw that. Everything else you nailed. Two and a half men. He was a different Charlie. Being John Malkovich, he was himself. Big Bang Theory and Family Guy, he was himself. They almost tripped you up because you're like, how could it be three selves in a row? I know, right? (laughs) But you nailed it. You went with your gut. You nailed it. You got all dogs go to heaven too. He played a different Charlie, and Polly Shore is dead. He played himself. All right, I'm good. I mean, at that guessing. was a pretty tough one. I, I mean, you went with your gut, and that's that's what matters. That's the plotty time way. You know what else <laughs> plotty time also does? Farts has an email. No, fucks. You can fuck food all you want. There we go. That's what plotty time believes in. I wouldn't say we want that. You could do it though. <laughs> Let's say someone wanted to write us an email about, uh, I don't know, a game recommendation we could do. Maybe they want to hear another Nintendo episode or Sega episode. What do you want to hear? What do you want us to yak about over here? Send us an email, and where the heck would they even send that to? Sir Trump's lap. I don't know. There's so many places to send it, but I'd send it to plottytime at gmail.com. It'll definitely get to us the fastest that way. And I will definitely read it, and I'll respond to it. 100% guaranteed response rate. Still hasn't missed a single one. Nope. Let's say they want to get to us faster on the socials with fan art of something you're specifying right now. How would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram or Threads or stop by the Reddit with a picture of Papa Scotch as the mummy and Chump Slop as the Sphinx going through killing set. Perfect. I can't wait to see it. And you can also go to YouTube, like, and subscribe there. It really helps us out. You can't post any pictures, but you can go to plottytime.com, which redirects you to our eBay store where you can buy stuff like sweatpants and Turkish towels. (laughs) (laughs) Or a sweet hoodie. Or a sweet hoodie. But that about does it for us. So, as always, shout out to Blaine JJ, Drago the Slago, Gamer's Little Playground, I am Panax, and Louise Guzman. More importantly than all that, do not trust Dr. Scientists, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.